Hi guys, my name is Tashoy. And my name is Natasha. And welcome, welcome to, to His Word. word. Yeah. We are here to bring you His Word through testimonies. And His Word is here to encourage, uplift, inspire, help, believe, and to trust. So what is a testimony, you may ask? I'll let you know. A testimony is a testament of what God is doing in your life. It is powerful to share your testimony and it will help other people who are going through the exact same thing. So guys, please remember to hear his word, speak his word, and share his word. His His word word is God's word. Hi guys, welcome to his word. So this episode is about forgiveness. Now, it's not easy to forgive people, but it's important as a Christian to exercise forgiveness and to, you know what, have a clean heart. Like sometimes, you know, people who hold on to things are the same people who block their own blessings and they are the reasons why they have a downfall because they are hoarding something which is not of God. Right guys, so what is forgiveness, you ask? Forgiveness is when you stop feeling angry or resentful towards someone for an offence or a mistake in which they have made. Um, Our anchor is Colossians 3.13. It says, be tolerant with one another and forgive one another. Whenever any of you has a complaint against someone else, you must forgive one another just as the Lord has forgiven you. So guys... You know, it's important to not hold anything in your heart, as we already stated. And it's important to just let go of things, you know. If you are listening today and you are planning off a revenge or getting even with someone, God wants me to tell you it's time for you to forgive. It's time for you to let go. And it's time for you to forget. Forgiveness means letting go, but it doesn't mean reconciliation. So why is it important to forgive? So it's important to forgive because God has forgiven us. If God has forgiven us, it's only right for also on our part for us to forgive those who have done wrong. And forgiveness brings healing, it sets you free, which I'm going to go into a scripture. Forgiveness is an eternal thing and it doesn't happen overnight. And it's required for us to forgive more times than we actually know. Because in Matthew 18, verse 21 to 22, the scripture says, Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times. Jesus answered and said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to 77 times. Amen. Amen. So it is required for us to forgive up to 77 times seven. That is a long time to forgive. So it's important for us to forgive because it's required of us to forgive not just once not just two times but 77 times forgiving is an eternal thing it's something that's supposed to be a continuous thing being a part of us as we live on this earth and it sets you free so in matthew 18 23 to 32 there was um i'm not going to read the whole scripture but there was a man There was a servant who owed his master some money. His master had compassion and forgave him because he said to his master, have patience with me and I will pay you back. So the servant went, so after the master forgave him, the servant went out and he saw another servant that owed him money. And instead of forgiving him, he beat him up and he put him in prison. After the servant had said to him the same words he said to his master, have patience with me, I will pay you back. Because he couldn't forgive the servant, he put the servant in prison. What he need to understand is in life we end up picking and choosing who or when we want to forgive when in that moment God is telling us that we need to give that person there and then the servant should have his brother his brethren his servant but he didn't instead he put him in prison so what you need to understand forgiveness will set you free from your problems it will set you free from those burdens that you're holding on to forgiveness demonstrates your love to not your, yourself but to also your 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 neighbor because the bible says that we're supposed to love our neighbor he's not talking about your neighbor next door he's talking about everybody who you come into contact with you're supposed to forgive them regardless of the situation all right then let me ask you a question now would you want God to remember what you have done and what you're capable of when you go to God in prayer would you want God to always remember your sins of course not like I would want God to like see that you know what I've messed up but I'm trying like I'm not perfect but I'm trying you know what even though um Tasha just asked me this question I I I really do feel that everybody should really think about it as well like but when you're going to God would you want him to hold on to everything 
in which you've done like every mistake you've made every backslide like would you want god to just hold it in his heart against you always or to just you know let go of it yeah in hebrews 8 verse 12 scripture says for i will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their lawless deeds i will remember no more amen so when you go to god he doesn't remember your things that you've been doing he actually let go of it and he removes it from his memory it's not something he holds on to it so as you learn to forgive you also need to learn to forget and learn to not hold on to that anymore because like i said if god can forgive you and can forgive forget and cast all your problems away cast all your sins away that you've done imagine you started a new slate that's what it is when you go to god another important point about the importance of forgiveness in the bible is that it says that each time we pray we can't have it in our hearts like we can't have unforgiveness in our hearts yeah so in mark eleven twenty five, it says and when you stand and pray forgive anything you may have against anyone so that your father in heaven will forgive the wrongs that you have done how dare you i'm sorry <laughs> i'm joking i mean like how can you go and pray and ask god you know what god i want this i want that i want this i want that however you're not like you're holding things in your heart yeah that is not of god and you're holding things in your heart that isn't right because if you're coming to god right he made you in his image he made you like him so if he's able to forgive you why are you then expecting him to help you out if you are still holding on to something that happened last week or like 10 years ago yeah let go of every condemnation in your heart and allow God to you know release everything that he needs to release for you because a lot of the times yeah as I already said um, multiple times in this podcast yeah a lot of the times we are the same people who hold ourselves back yeah each time we pray to um, God right he wants to bless you he wants amazing things to happen for you in your life but because of your unforgiveness in your heart in your mind thinking horrible thoughts against other people you know you're holding yourself back so to add on to what assistant Tassie was saying it's important to forgive because it shows compassion it shows mercy you know God has mercy upon us that's why when we go to him and we ask for forgiveness he's so willing to accept our apology willing to accept our forgiveness so we need to also understand that holding on stuff into our heart if you can't have compassion on your brothers and your sisters and your mother and your father how can god have compassion on you it's true our next point is proverbs 17 9 so it says if you want people to like you give them when they wrong you remembering wrongs can break up a friendship a lot of the times yeah again we are the reason why things are happening in our lives that aren't good because sometimes god puts people in our lives right to bless us right however if you haven't forgiven you know a friend of yours or a neighbor of yours then how is god able to use that person to bless you how is god able to use that person to be your destiny helper because if you're holding on to it you aren't allowing god to work in your life and with that he needs to work in your life sometimes god sends people in your life to help you to bless you to inspire you to encourage you but sometimes of course as humans they may make a mistake but at the same time you know the quicker we forgive them you know the more god is able to allow things to happen in the way that it's supposed to happen at the same time as a christian child of god we need to understand that you know what no one's perfect okay so our next question is what does the bible say about forgiveness right so in romans 12 17 to 20 it says if someone has done you wrong do not repay him with a wrong try to do what everyone considers to be good do everything possible on your part to live in peace with everybody never take revenge but instead let god's anger do it for the scripture says i will take revenge i will pay back if your enemies are hungry feed them if they are thirsty give them a drink for by doing this you will make them burn with shame do not let evil defeat you instead conquer evil with good a hundred and ten percent who are we to take revenge on people because god's revenge is far more powerful than our own don't allow people to turn you into a person in which you are not like this is not you you going out there and cheating on him because he cheated on you is not you you going out there you know hollering and cussing and quarreling is not you that's not the person that you are of course sometimes in the moment it makes you feel good but afterwards you will think oh my god is that me like is that really me no, do not allow someone who's horrible towards you or, or has been horrible towards you cause you to turn into a person in which you are not. That's not you. You are a good person. Remember that, okay? You have done nothing wrong. You just have to let go of what this person has done towards you. Um, and another really important point is that Matthew 5, 
44 says, but now I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. We need to pray for those who do us wrong. So what we need to do is pray for our enemies, pray for those who speak bad against us, pray for those who do us wrong. God expects us to love our enemies and for us to love our enemies, it starts by you forgiving. It starts by you learning to forgive. That's where it starts from. If God expects us to love our enemies, he's expecting us to bless our enemies not curse them but he expects us to pray for them he wants us to want to see our enemies do good even though they've done wrong against us when jesus was on the cross he prayed to god and he said god please forgive them for their wrongs please forgive them for their sins for they don't know what they're doing sometimes you might not even know what you're doing but it doesn't mean that is the right thing to do sometimes before you do things analyze and assess before you even go and say you know what i'm gonna do this thing is it the right thing to do if god sees you right now will god be happy with what you're doing will god be happy with the fact that you're holding grudges in your heart you're holding jealousy in your heart he will not be happy because god is of love and if god can forgive us there is some part of you that is able to forgive you just need to start from somewhere 100 percent and Okay, so this obviously isn't part of the podcast, but if you were hearing any noises in the background, for example, knocking, hammering, banging or whatever, our neighbours are currently reconstructing their um, house at the moment. It's been happening for months now and we try to record when they are not working, but unfortunately um, they are always working. So, and we need to share God's word. So we do apologise in advance. Well, not in advance, but we apologise either way. Okay, forgive us. Thank you. All right then everyone, we just want to introduce our guest onto our podcast today, ready to share her testimony. Her name is Latoya. So Latoya, would you like to tell us a bit more about yourself and tell us your testimony? Hi, I'm Latoya. I'm 24. I am a part-time hairdresser. Um, My story is about unforgiveness or forgiveness. Um, So I come from a Caribbean background. I'm born in Jamaica. Me and my sisters are born in Jamaica. We came to this country at the age of going to 11, so 10 going on to 11. My mom, she was not in the country when I was growing up. She left when she was, when I was um, a little girl, maybe two, three years old. She left then. She said she, um, my grandmother told me the backstory of um, she going to another country to work to earn to earn money for for um, her kids, so we'd be able to have a better life. But that's like the Caribbean household anyway. Like our parents have to go off to another country to to um, to earn money for their kids to send back home. So we can have a better life instead of Jamaica. Instead of Jamaica, because in Jamaica there's not many jobs that that can help people. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not many jobs that can give you the amount of money that you need to survive, basically. So my mom, she went to an an island called uh, Curacao. So she went there to do. Uh, I think she did part-time cleaning and she did uh, working in the office, um, you know, like a call centre. So, yeah, that's what she did to help her kids. But to me, when I was growing up, I didn't see her at all. I didn't see her around us at all. I didn't know of her existence, basically, because, you know, when you're young, you don't really... You, you pay attention to, to people them around you. Like, what I could see around me was my auntie my uh my auntie's boyfriend which i call dad and my other auntie they and my grandmother because obviously i grew up with my grandmother so they were like the more the mother and father role around me so i called them mom even though they were my auntie i called them mom and dad all the time they were helpful they were there for every birthday they were there when i had a bruise they were there taking me and my grandmother to church they were there when we need, when we needed things to happen, do you know what I mean? So that was <laughs> that was what the mentality that I grew up with. Like my auntie's my mom. No one can replace her. <laughs> um so at that time my mom really didn't exist to me. My dad didn't really exist to me because I never saw them. And when I reached the age of um 
I think seven or eight. I reached it was seven or eight. My mom popped up. Like she came to the grand my grandma's place and then she was like, Hi, here's a toy. I'm your mom. And I looked at her as in, um, okay. And then my grandma said, Go hug her, go hug her. And I was like, um, okay, let me just go hug her because I got told to do so. And then she spent a week with me. And then she didn't really explain why she left or anything like that. She just trying to get to know me at that time. So I was like, okay, cool. And then we kind of sort of um, build uh, a friendly relationship, obviously, because no one could replace my auntie, do you know what I mean? Because I grew up loving her the most. So we were trying to build a relationship. And then... Um, but it was like it lasted a week because she had to go back to the to Kirisa where she was working. So she gave me her number. So we kind of kind of stay connected through my grandmother. So when she called, um, I was a bit excited more to get to know her because for the three years before I came to the UK, we built a relationship that was solid. And um, fast forward to three years. My dad uh, filed for me to say that, oh, we want you to come to the UK. So I came to this country where my dad was remarried to another lady um, who is now my stepmom. And my stepmom has three kids. So two years down the line, our dad did something that he was not supposed to do and it <sighs> drived a massive split between the whole family and it hurt me so bad because it it was it was like he was he it was like when I came to this country he, he treated us so good like we was that I was dying for that kind of love from him and then I came to this country I came to this country and he gave me the kind of love that I was missing <sighs> Sorry. It's okay. He, he gave me that kind of love that I was missing. So two years down the line, he broke our hearts. And I told my mom that what he done hurt, hurt the family. He joy, drove the drift in the family. And I couldn't explain. Because, you know, when you're a kid, you really can't explain the, the most uttermost details. <sighs> the uttermost details to your parents so uh, in the Caribbean parents household if you say certain thing certain thing that happened to you they want to know what how did it happen are you sure this happened stop telling lies um you you just confused you just were angry they they tried to make up stuff that they think what had happened so as a child, you're thinking that's exactly what the, that's their reaction is going to be anyway, if you tell them the whole truth. So anyway, I tried to tell my mom what had happened in the family and she, she just flipped the script and she said, I don't want nothing to do with you from this day on forth i disown you i want nothing to do with you or your sister and brothers i cannot believe you did this to your dad i cannot do i can't imagine you doing such things i don't want to speak to you ever again it's kind of thing and obviously caribbean parents they be cussing they be doing all that stuff and then a lot of rebuking but at the time you were young you, you just take those kind of stuff to your heart to hear that from this lady that you grew to love like within <laughs> within four years five years you grew to love this lady and then she hurt you <laughs> just like that like without even thinking about it it just came out of our mouth the, the the horrible stuff that she said like it's like it's too explicit to be said said on here so um she hurt me really bad like she she broke my heart to this day like when I think about it I'm thinking oh wow I cannot believe that happened but obviously when you when you go through a bad times you expect the person you love to be there for you 
to be to to to, to hold you to, to comfort you to say oh it's gonna be okay but in this time you grew up as a christian right you're thinking god why did you do this to me what did i do to deserve this you're thinking am i that bad am i that that horrible of a person to to be going through this kind of stuff that's what you're thinking when you're growing up but later on later on i find out that it wasn't him obviously you go through you go through life you go through life and you find out that you are going through that for a purpose you go through things for a purpose so my mom <clears throat> so my mom relationship my, me and my mom's relationship we we it fell apart it it i tried like my auntie my grandmother tried to make me um speak to her like they try to comfort me to say she's your mom you need to forgive and try to 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 build the relationship again even they said like even though we know what has been said but we know that this hurt you but you need to try at that time i didn't want to hear nothing from nobody i don't want to hear even my grandmother who i love so dearly i i she was taking my side obviously but she was still trying to mend me and my mom's relationship but i was like no i don't want to hear nothing from nothing to do with her i don't want to hear if she's okay i don't want to hear she was vow i don't want to hear nothing about her at that time it's like it was a cut off point like you just took everything that you had about her and you dashed that in the bin, you throw that in the bin. You didn't want to hear nothing to do with her. You don't want to hear if she was well. You didn't want to know if she was okay. You just, it was just like, I just, my heart, my heart, my whole body just system just shut down from her. My, my dad, it just shut down from my dad. It just shut down from certain people. So certain emotions that people were showing me I just think it was a lie. I just didn't want nothing to do with people. Like, like when I was trying to go into a relationship and people say they like me, I just immediately said, why are you lying? You're a liar. I don't believe you. It's all false. Anybody that tried to get close to me as a friend and like within one month or two, I see them and they try to do certain things that I feel like is fishy. I think, okay, cool emotion shut off, emotion cut off, don't speak to that person. That was a kind of, that was me growing up like 15, 16, like people that around me, I literally didn't pay attention to their feelings. Like, so if they were hurt, they were hurt. I didn't care because that emotion that I had, like that love, that caring kind of person, that, that, that feeling, it was gone. It was, it was like, it's been ripped out of me so it was hard for me to build it back up like so then I became a person who didn't care about other people's feelings I became a person who hide their emotions even 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 when I was angry I hid that emotion when I when I really really like something I hid that emotion when I loved someone I hid that emotion I didn't show it I just bottled it up I bottled it up and I remember when I was younger, my grandmother used to read, um, well, she still does, she, but she read the Psalms. I see Psalms 100 all the time from verse one till about five or six. She read that to me every night. And I kept remembering that scripture, like when I was going through and I was like, yeah, right. I don't believe that. Even though I don't believe it, I still believe that God is going to help me. Even though my family hurt me so bad, I believe God was going to help me. On the way, on the way, my mom. So this past, it's been seven years come up till now. I was 22. All that emotion happened to me. All that people who hurt me came up to, I was 19, maybe 19. And the sin, things started to change suddenly. Like, I was opening up more like my sister was like enough is enough um the soya isn't enough is enough like you've 
hurt these people. They loved you. They did nothing wrong. I understand that this this sister, she was she was my sister from my dad's side, but she's not my sister from my mom's side. So she she understand that my relationship with my mom was not was not strong. It was weak, and she was like, um, "Enough is enough now. I'm here for you. You know, we are the sisters. We're 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 the same age." We are here for each other, you know. No one's gonna be there for you apart from me. So we were like rock solid. We 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 lost connection, but we stood together. We um we grew up together, so we kind of knew each other and how we balance off each other emotions, if that makes sense. So yeah, she um so during that seven years, I hardly speak to my family back home because I know they was going to tell me about how my mom is and how I needed to speak to her but I still kind of stayed connected with my auntie and my grandmother somewhere or the other so it wasn't um, frequently as I thought it would be so my mom so, so when I was 19 my sister said that you need to let it go you need to forgive her now you need to so you'd be able to move on with your life because the people them that's around you, you are hurting, you're not realizing that. So I found a way through my auntie to ask her how my mom was doing. But when I did that and I told my stepmom, she wasn't happy with me. So I didn't do it again for quite some time. So it maybe took me out maybe nine months or maybe a, a year to go back into me speaking to her again so when i when i spoke to her she was like um i know we haven't spoke for so long and uh i think that i need to apologize to you and when she says stuff like that it just makes me angrier because you shouldn't be thinking that you need to apologize to me you shouldn't have said stuff like that and why did it have to take you so long why did it have to take you so long to come to me even though you're my mom even though you i'm angry i'm angry i'm, I'm a child who is growing up angry with you and it took you as a mom seven years to come to me to speak to me it just doesn't make sense to me so when she was speaking, like, I was like, she was like putting more fire on top of fire. And then she was like, um, I understand that you don't want to speak to me at the moment, but you have to hear what I have to say. So she spoke her truth and what was behind it, why she said those things that she said. And uh, she said that she, if I could forgive her, so that we can build up back a relationship and I just told her I need time to think about it I need time because what you've done it broke me so I need the time to mend it like at this time I didn't want to hear nobody talk about no scriptures I didn't want to hear nobody talk about no cards I just wanted her to, 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 to just say what she had to say like it was just it was just too confusing at the time it was just there was too much emotions flowing through there was too much hurt there was too much despair like so when I actually spoken to her she said that um she she forgave me for what she forgave herself and then she forgave me and I was like, uh, I don't think I can do this. I don't think I can do this. But my stepmom, she brought me to her church. And um, this preacher was talking. And <laughs> he was talking. And one, he was like um, preaching about forgiveness. And you know, when you're in angry, when you're angry, you're just like, I ain't trying to hear all that right now. I, I just don't want to hear it. God, I know you're trying to speak to me, yeah, but I don't want to hear it. That was like my, mo that was my attitude like towards everything. I don't want to hear what, what you have to say. <laughs> I want to hear it from the person that needs to say it. So this preacher was like, um, 
you need to forgive your mother and your father how you're supposed to be 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 growing if you if you have this hatred in your heart and stuff like that and he was like digging at me <laughs> you know when a preacher says something in church you're thinking that they're digging at you they're coming for you they're they're just saying you look at your mom you're thinking did you say something to him did you say something to him about how i feel that's the kind of emotion i had i was like mm-hmm. mom you said this didn't you you said this to this preacher that's why he's coming up for me but he didn't he know nothing about me he don't know me so i i'm thinking okay and then mom was like is god telling you something you need to listen you need to open your ears and listen and i was like um okay let's hear what you have to say so i was there flipping through the scriptures while he was preaching and then he quotes about uh uh sorry a scripture in the bible saying you forgive when your mother and your father forsake you the lord will take you up and i was like hmm it's not the first i've heard the scripture it's not the first i've heard a preacher said this it's not the first i heard my family said this so i was like okay maybe it's time maybe it's time for me to think about what's what the scripture is saying think about what god is trying to tell me it's not the first time this preacher has said this to the to the congregation in the church so i was like okay so i called my mom and i told her how she made me feel i told her that she the 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 struggles that i went through in my life since the seven years that, that that she broke my heart since the time that told me what she said that she didn't want nothing to do with us and she she um she cursed at me and so forth so i told her that it was hard for me to connect to other people the years that passed by it was i was full of anger when i called my mom and i told her how i felt she cried over the phone and she was in pieces and i was like to myself i've never heard my mom cried i've never ever once heard her open up her emotions to me like that and i started to cry like everything that, that hurt me i just sat down on the floor with the phone at my knees and i was crying i was crying i was like all this time my mom felt the same way i did she felt all those emotions to her that she did wrong to her children. She felt <laughs> like she wasn't good enough to, to approach me. Like she was in anger with herself. So we were both going through an emotion and because we were so stubborn, we were so hard headed. So she was feeling the same emotions I was. <laughs> So it was so hard for her and I did not know that because I kept holding my feelings but she was going through the same emotions and I did not know so I just broke down. We both broke down crying and I told her I forgive her. So um, as as I called her, she she told me that she she uh, she felt the same way she did all those years the, she felt built up anger of what she said to us and you know as a parent it's it's so much harder for them to admit their faults that it's harder for them to say oh this is what i did wrong to my child and to come to us to say this is what happened so she felt so much emotion flooding through all those emotions that she had, it was just, she was unable to speak to me about it. Because as a child, you feel like, as a parent, you, don't, you just feel like you don't need to explain anything to your children. So me as an adult now, she was able to open up to me more. She was able to say that she 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 shut off other people as well. Her emotions to other, others was not the same as it was before she how joyful she was her laughter was not was not the same uh, like it was before so it's just like <clears throat> when she was speaking it was just like she was saying what i wanted to say to her she was saying how she 
it's sorry to hurt her children like the way it did when the truth came out it hurt her more because of what she done to her children so me looking at it as on her side um about her children it is it's so upsetting because you just blurt out things out of anger you just say things out of anger you don't she didn't think about <clears throat> what to say. She didn't think about how her children might be feeling. So she just did things out of anger. So when she spoke to me, like like my anger, all that fear and anger and dismay that I had inside, it was just like slowly melting away. It was just like God has spoke to me so many times through preaching to going to church and listening to other people around me and I tell people that they need to forgive people but I'm not doing it myself so when I hear preaching and it come to me and I'm thinking so why are you saying this I'm not doing it like come on and when she's speaking and I'm like I, I think yeah this is what exactly needed to for me to release this I needed to speak to my mom for me to be able to love again to be able to open up to people again I needed this to I need to needed to speak to my mom I needed this release this this thing that the the the, the, the evil one has placed upon me I needed to speak to the person who has hurt me to release it, to release this, <laughs> this thing that, that was inside me, that was stopping me from doing greatness, that was stopping me from doing my work, that was stopping me from doing what I love to do. I needed to speak to my mom to be able to open up more, to be able to tell her, oh, mom, this happened today and I felt so bad about it and so forth. So I'll be able to open up to her more. So when we spoke, it felt like a release. It felt like all the bad energy I had has like coming out on my fingers and my toes all the way out. It was like I've been flushed out. It's like I've been cleansed. And within the couple of years, I started to grow to like people more i start to be open up more to my family i start to have more of a relationship with my mom like our relationship started to build on again we it wasn't as tense as it was before but it was a growing pro progress it was it was me and her like to say oh hi mom how is things how's your health i, I cared about her health now i cared about if she ate yesterday, she ate today. I cared about her emotions. I cared about how she feels today. Like back then, I didn't care. I didn't want to hear her name. I didn't want to hear um, about your biological mom. I didn't want to hear any of that title. But now I want to hear about how she's feeling. I want to hear about if she has any love life. Is she? Is she? I just want to hear about her and more. And I want her to be connected with my life over here in the UK. I want her, even though we can't see each other, I want her to be, I want her to speak to me like we are next to each other. So our relationship started to grow, but my sister and her relationship is still, is still not the same. But obviously God has, has to speak to someone for them to open up god has to speak to someone god has to speak to you for you to be able to hear if you're not if you're not sensitive to his calling then you won't hear from him all those years that he's been talking to me i wasn't obeying i was being disobedient i was not forgiving my mom like he was saying forgive her forgive her so you can do this forgive her forgive her so you can stay on this path talk to her talk to her so you can do that talk to her but i wasn't talking to her and i was going backwards i was going backwards i was i was thinking how can i not go forward how can the people around me are going forward and they're not on the same level as i am so my unforgiveness drove me so far back. It drove my, it drove me like, I wasn't able to be, I wasn't able to focus on what I like to do. Like 
say for instance my education I wasn't focusing to do what I love to do like drawing building stuff like it was pulling me backwards so my mom like later on I thought it was me and my unforgiveness my disobedience to God's calling that that was holding me back and me not speaking to my mom that was holding me back from doing what he asked me to do what did you learn from this experience like what would you say that really spoke to you throughout all of this that was happening for what i learned from this is that you can't hold on to the hurt for long you can't hold on to the hurt for long because it will divert your divert your your your, your ways like it will say if god put you on um um path a and you're not forgiving that person you not um being able to speak to that person because of something they've done in the past or whatever it will take you on to lane two lane lane b it will not it will not take you back onto lane a because god has put you on lane a and because of your unforgiveness and because of your disobedience it will take you backwards it will take you all the way down to lane z i totally agree with that because it's delaying your time it's delaying your blessings it's delaying the works that god has set in your life because like you said you 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 wasn't listening and it took you longer than you thought to forgive and even when you came around doing it you both were feeling the same way so yeah i totally get it so my next question i'm going to ask you if you don't mind is what advice would you give someone going through the same thing going through unforgiveness what advice would you give so um we need to be obedient guys because me being disobedient it divert me from doing fulfilling what i needed to do like it it not it wasn't i wasn't able to complete a task that i was i i really needed to do it took me back a year like say in my education like i wanted to do art and design level three i wasn't focused i was too angry i didn't want to hear nothing from the teachers like I, got, I don't want to hear nothing from them. Like, I don't want nothing to do with you. What you're telling me is nonsense. I was having that kind of attitude. That was like being disobedient. I was like angry, full up inside of me. So it took me back another year to, to me complete this assignment. Like for me to be able to complete this, I had to let go. I had to speak to my mom. I had to let go all of that ang- angry. So me being disobedient, it took me back took me backtrack i was so close to my goal but because i was being disobedient it took me back because i had unforgiveness it took me backwards so you're so right you know what you holding on to unforgiveness was actually doing more harm than good and i know it's not easy for people to let go of certain things but we have to start from somewhere and you just need to build that courage up to be able to say you know what today i'm gonna forgive Right, so my next question I'm going to ask you is, what have you learned throughout this whole experience? Like, what would you say was the most important part that you was able to take from this? In your journey, if you are unable to um, forgive someone, you need to speak to God about it. It's like you need to pray to him, you need to talk to him so if you hear your friend or you hear a preaching messages or you hear a scripture that comes up on your phone and it speaks to you about forgiveness read into it look into the word hear what it has to say speak to god about it because it's going to divert you if you do not if you ignore it if you just slide it across and say Archa, i can't i cannot be bothered then it's going to divert you back. It's going to take you all the way back to, to basic. When you were just just close to the distinction, you have to go all the way back to pass. So it's like you have to be able to keep strong. Like for me and my mom, me and my mom now, into this day and age, she is such a loving person. Like I can be able to have so much talk to her. I like when I video call her, 
we're able to laugh till we cry. We're able to run. Um, we're able to joke around. We're able to to speak about anything that we want. My mom is more involved with me, and that is because we we had let go of the past. We have forgave each other, and we during those years we've build up our relationship we start slowly but surely we built a relationship where we can trust each other again where we can if anything happens like that we can forgive each other without hesitation we can say oh this what happened i forgave you and let's move on we are growing such like that so i believe god has done this to help me to learn about forgiveness because if we didn't do that i don't think i'll be able to understand about forgiveness or obedience the way that i did during me and my mom's fallout god will place someone who is um he will place someone in your life for you to be able to grow from it so if someone always trying to upset you he will give you patience do you know what i mean like if someone is always like oh you did this you did that always nagging at you in life god will give you a test to see if you can manage it and if you fail that's okay he was there to get you back up anyway do you know what i mean he was he will send you help he will send you destiny helpers he will send you people that will be able to test you to see if you can get back up again on your feet thank you so much for an emotional moving testimony you know this testimony has been the most emotional one we've ever had and i couldn't even speak like if you're able to forgive then all those who are listening you are also able to forgive too we are so happy that you was able to let go we're so happy that you're able to forgive and you was able to see that god's work was working in your life this whole time because what you need to understand is god is truly a builder he was able to build you up even when you thought that you know i'm not able to forgive i'm not able to let go god was showing you the signs the whole time see guys there is signs god will always show you signs it's for you to be able to hear him and for you to be able to say okay you know what god said this thing let me see what i'm able to do about it so thank you so much may god bless your sweet soul my darling god is truly good we just want you to give you the tips that we've already mentioned in the podcast we want you to pray for yourselves to forgive pray to god and ask god to help you to forgive this person that person to be honest in life many people can do wrong and you're still holding it on and the more you're holding on to it the more that it becomes a baggage so pray for yourselves and also pray for your enemies i know you might not like the person i know you might not want to even think about praying for them but this is a way that will help you to let go of that forgiveness do not hold on to vengeance stop planning what you're going to do to get even with this person also forget forget as well as forgiving Sometimes for you to be able to forgive, you need to forgive and to let go of it. Forget about the past. Stop bringing your past into your future. It's not needed. If you enter into a new relationship, are you going to bring your exes in the relationship? Or are you going to let go of your exes? Let go of the things your exes have done and move forward into the relationship that is intended for you. Also, forgive yourselves. For you to be able to completely let go. So sometimes we realise that it might not be us forgiving the person but us forgiving ourselves for even putting ourselves in that situation i know a lot of times as you continue to grow in life you hold on to stuff and you blame yourself mm. it's so important for you to forgive yourself for that what has happened it mm. was not your fault mm. sometimes things had to happen in a way it had to happen to mm. make you stronger mm. if you keep dwelling on it and not forgiving yourself it's going to make you weaker you need to decide which step you're going to take that is true as well because um the devil will always come in and try to make you feel like you're a bad person however god is a god of, of love like everything in which you have done to him is minor. Like he's over it already. Like the moment you repent and you you acknowledge that what's happened isn't right and isn't of God, God is over it. But it's us who holds on to it and makes it kill us inside because we're thinking, oh my God, I'm this horrible person. No, you made a mistake. You messed up. Now it's time for you to let go of everything in which is in your heart. Another point is treat others how you like to be treated. If you forgive others, then they too will also forgive you. 
not all the time yeah because some people are, are, are wicked however set an example to others and show them that you know what I'm a good person, so I'm hoping that you're able to like take points off that because I feel like two wrongs do not make a right in any situation at all. Whenever you feel like you have not forgiven someone, seek God's guidance. Forgiveness sets you free from a lot of things that is causing you to be miserable. Mm. If you haven't noticed, mm -hmm. there's a lot of anger. There's a lot of built up of hatred. There's a, um, a built up of a lot of wickedness in your heart mm. because of that unforgiveness. Mm. Now, once you've learned to forgive, you'll be set free from all those things. You know what? Forgiveness is holding you back from your happiness. It's true. And I feel like all of us have a parent or an auntie who will bring up to something that happened, that happened a long time ago and they're still talking about it till this day. Why is that? There is no forgiveness. Exactly. And it's holding her back or holding him back. It's not good. During this period of quarantine, this is the best time for you to work on yourself. Work on yourself to forgive. Work on yourself to be a better person. Mm. There's no point coming out of quarantine being the same person with a... Hatred in your heart. Yes. Yeah. There's no point of you doing that because if you're trying to better your life, if you're trying to make your life more prosperous and more happy, do not hold on to that. It's not worth it. I promise you it's not worth it. And it's only going to cause you problems, not even just for yourself, but in your future, in your marriage, in your children's life. Everything starts with you. What are you going to do during this time to reflect on your behavior, reflect on the things that are holding you down? to make sure that when you get out of quarantine, that you're the best version of yourself. But everyone's always talking about, I'm living my best life. How can you live your best life when you're not forgiving your brother? You're not forgiving your mum or your dad. You're not forgiving your sister. You're not forgiving your friend. It's, it's ridiculous. Hypocritical, really. But, you know, I don't judge. <laughs> and guys, this is the end of our podcast. So please remember, his word is God's word. Hey, his word is God's word. Hello, his word is God's word.